Welcome to Cage Free Voices Radio, an innovative educational entertainment radio show where youth and young adults have the opportunity to reflect, connect, and transcend internal and external barriers. We are your hosts, Bathsheba Smithen, or you can call me Sheba, and... Joanne Nelson Gerbier, or you could call me Miss J. Today we have with us uh, Melanin Rains, and I'm going to tell you more about her in a second. Uh, Melanin Rains is here with us today to talk about self-image and identity in this current climate. She is a spoken word artist, MC, mentor, and also the owner and operator of the multifaceted brand Melanin Rains Essentials. More than just a writer or entrepreneur, she is 360 degrees of a creator. She performs primarily with Speak Life Tour and is the youth coordinator of the mentoring clinic. The power of her work is centered around versatility and powered by her loved love for the youth. For written work, you can visit urbanfreedommagazine.com or visit the MRE sponsorship tab on melaninreigns.com. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-N R-E-I-G-N-S and click on Reading Rainbow. That's R-E-I-G-N-B-O-W. We are really excited to have you here with us, Melanin. Um, say something to the people. Peace and prosperity, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you all. We are honored to have you today. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? We've heard your bio and everything that you've done and what you're involved in. T- let us get a taste of your personality. What are you? What, what's your personality like? I'm really laid back, very versatile. So I do a little bit of everything. Like I said, I'm primarily a writer, but I do do spoken word. I rap. I'm overall MC, mentor, um, designer, hair and body. Um, care specialist, a little bit of everything. And I take pride of that. Um, pretty much uh, everything I do is centered around the youth being who I really needed as a child to youth and those people that are older than me, but that I still see their inner child. Um, I am the youth coordinator of the mentoring clinic, as you said, and I tour and mentor with the Speak Life Tour. So ultimately, my time is given to community work and just self-love and development within my community. So I almost forgot your age listening to, um, just listening to you speak. Could you, could you just share um, your age? I am 21. I just turned 21 in August. Well, I guess it's not just anymore because it's like December, but um, I'm 21. Uh, I tend to forget myself sometimes. <laughs> so you've done all of this and you're, just, I mean, you just turned 21. And what was I doing at 21? What were you doing at 21, Joanne? Graduated from college and trying to find a job. <laughs> so you graduated I at 21, Joanne? You graduated early, girl. Yeah, 21. I think I graduated at 22. <laughs> I, was, I think that was the case. But um, you have done a lot in your 21 years. And we we are we are honored to have you today just to you know to to be in the presence of someone who is doing things changing the community and is excited about it because we don't have a lot of 
um, people who are excited about change. Sometimes people just, you know, like I'm going to graduate, go to college. I mean, I'm going to go to college and graduate and then get me a job and I'm going to do it because I want to get paid. But you really sound like your heart is for young people. And I appreciate that because you can hear it when people have a heart for young people and you're young yourself. So I wonder, do you have any, um, is it a benefit or does it come across sometimes as maybe um, an area of struggle for you and working with young people in that you're so close in age? It's actually, okay, so it's a benefit for me, I would say. Um, it's never really um, a disadvantage at all. Most people don't know how old I am. I typically doesn't come up, especially with the, the youth. Um, I actually had one of my mentees tell me they thought I was 15. I don't know why, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it makes it more relatable. I, I am a lot, um, pretty, um, advanced as far as maybe maturity and discipline at this point, but still I'm very versatile and I like to connect with them in more than just one way. So it's definitely a blessing. I, I don't typically think about my age, um, but they give me so much life. So that, that keeps me fruitful, keeps me youthful and young. So. I guess if I was 30, I would still fail 21 anyways. You say 30 like it's so old. Hey, no, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> We're just messing. We're just messing. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, just, it's it's a great thing for me. Um, sometimes I do feel older because I feel like I take on a certain responsibility to be there for other people. But then again, like I said, that reflection keeps me youthful always. Awesome. In five words or less, tell us what motivates you. Ah, five words or less. Okay. Unconditional love motivates me. So those are two words. I'll just say that. Unconditional love. So you feel like you love people unconditionally? Very, I I actually know I do. Um, And unconditional love being reflected to me also keeps me motivated. So my mom and especially the youth, um, that's something I see within them all the time. They accept you as you are. They don't expect you to be perfect. I think we, we tend to portray ourselves as perfect when we're mentoring, but that's one thing I like to leave out. I like to show them where I fell, where I stumbled, just so they can know that we all will go through it. And it makes you stronger and it builds character. So that unconditional love has definitely motivated me so much um, from days that I felt like I couldn't get up out of bed or I didn't want to get out. Like I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I loved the youth. I knew I loved what I was doing and I was passionate about. There was some days it was just hard to get up. Now I'm really in a space in my life where that unconditional love like gets me up early, gets me going to do yeah. things for other people, gets me doing, going to do things for myself. It is a very underlying factor to my self-love, and that's how I connect with other people. So those two words, unconditional love, very important. So um, do you have a car, Melanin? Do I have a car? Yeah. No, I don't. Do you, what, what's, so if I took your phone right now and I threw it uh, across the room, it cracked it, the screen and everything, and it stopped functioning, would you give me a hug? <laughs> I would not give you a hug right away. Right, but you so, know what? 
Go ahead, go ahead. So, 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 joke, right? Like, it's funny, but at the same time, the point is, like, I want you to talk about, like, what does that look like? Because sometimes people think unconditional love is like you just you ignore the fact that something has happened and that everything right. just you know should always be hunky dory. Peaches and cream, right? Because you right. supposed to love them unconditionally, and they 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 don't define it correctly. So how would you define unconditional love? All right. Okay. So definitely, um, let me use the example that you um, use. So my phone is a representation of connection. Um, it's very helpful in what I do. My business being a full-time artist and entrepreneur. So when you throw it initially, I'm going to get upset. But then I'm going to think about how much um, peace I'm going to get from that phone not ringing. I'm going to think about how much peace I'm going to get from not being on social media. I'm going to think about all of those things that benefit me because that's just naturally how I kick into um, whatever something happens to me. That's my resilience. I have to think about all the positive things that came out of that. So for me, unconditional love is just realizing that you don't have to possess things. You don't have to control other things that are not um Within in your control right. exactly but you can overstand it you can use it you can transmute the energy for a positive light and you can still treat the person or the thing with kindness regardless and just understand it for what it is but it doesn't mean that you have to um it doesn't mean that you have to take from yourself it doesn't mean that you should destroy yourself in the process no unconditional love is reciprocity unconditional love is non-possession is just letting something be as it is um, mm. just overstanding things so yeah that's that's my take on unconditional love so you are an optimistic person because because i'm I, I totally relate you nailed it because i would get upset initially but once i have time mm-hmm. to process i try to take the good out of the bad every single time yeah yeah, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, you have to. You. And I think you have to take that stance, especially working with young people. I love your perspective on um, unconditional love and making sure that you can relate to them. Because I remember yeah. at times as an educator myself, sometimes young people expect a certain response from you when they've done something that they felt like they may not they, sh- they should not have done, or they may think that you yeah. feel like they should not have done. And when you give them, because you, you're still going to feel your emotions. You still can, f- you still can mm-hmm. feel emotions when somebody does something wrong to you, but your response is what you're responsible for. And I think somebody said that, um, I don't know who the quote is from, but your response is what you're responsible for. And so I remember, you know, like when young people do stuff and, and I, you know, I give myself a, maybe a couple of seconds to to process it in my head. And after that, you know, it's it's over and done with. You don't have to worry about coming back the next day and me holding a grudge against you or not wanting to talk to you. I think yeah. a lot of adults and just, well, people in general have to take that stance that, you know, it happened, it's over, it's done, and let's let see, go. let it go, and let's see what positive we can come, what positive can come from it. Exactly, yeah, it's so much, it's, it's, it's a power of yours that you hold within yourself, because I've learned, um, especially growing up, people, and for me, that became, um, 
my instinct at first before I went through my journey is I would not show emotion because I knew people would try to control um, how you react to them. Like they, they know certain things would get you a certain way. And yeah. so they'll do things just to tick you off. And for me, it became just like, don't show emotion. But what I ultimately learned is just a lot of times when people are provoking something out of you, they just need that unconditional love. So you just have to reflect something they didn't even think they were going to get. So especially with you, um, a lot of times they have things going on in their home where though they, they, they feel like they need attention or they have to do certain things to get attention. And so if you treat it with unconditional love, I've learned they'll stop. They'll learn that their value is so much more than trying right. to get someone's attention. You know what I mean? So that's that works. If, and in order for you to reflect that, you have to have somewhat of a positive image of yourself. So what factors influence the way in which you see yourself? Ah, what factors? Oh, so I want to say my niece. When my niece was born, she was one of the greatest. Um, she had one of the greatest influences on my image, seeing her with her natural hair and knowing that I, I wanted to see her love her. And I remember one time um, back when Frozen came out, she actually told me, oh, I don't want my hair like she didn't want her afro. She wanted her hair like the girl from Frozen. That just completely shattered my heart. And I'm like, well, if she doesn't see me, you know, honoring myself as my natural mm -hmm. self, then it's going to be hard for her. Um, so that right there was like one of the most profound parts of my journey. My niece, um, her image of herself. And I had to go back and reevaluate, like, why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? What is this? What does this show to someone that looks up to me? Um, and she's not my daughter, but she's somebody very important to me. And likewise with the children that I work with, um, I want them to see someone be brave enough to step out there, their natural self love. And, and, and it's helped me so much just unapologetically loving myself and looking around um, at my peers and stuff like that. And just wanting and knowing I could be that example for them and be brave and courageous to do that. And ever since then, I've really seen um, the people around me elevate a lot, and they've been a reflection for me as well. Right, right. And so it's obvious that your 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 image of yourself has taken you a long way. In fact, um, your gifts, right, you use your gifts to, to, to show people or to reflect that image so that other people can see themselves, I guess, see themselves in you as well and it's because you're yeah. seeing yourself even if the world is blind so much such that um you were nominated for best new artist of the year at the baltimore crown awards so yes i listened to your song and we're gonna play it congratulations i was wondering if you do you freestyle at all or do you have anything new or off the top that you can share with us Yes, I definitely could do this poem. I think it goes right along with the theme. It's called Cage Bird, actually. So, um, what? Let's go. I know why the cage. <laughs> yeah, um, here it goes. I know why the cage bird sings. She sings because the paradigm has shifted, melanated beings aware that they are gifted, the veil has been lifted. He sings because his soul is free, those shackles still hold his feet. Though the media still projects our defeat and the new slavery is the penitentiary. We sing because our minds are freed. We will liberate the youth you'll see. Self-reliance together we meet that newfound light inside of each. 
liberation by any means. Let freedom ring and not just in the songs we sing. I said, let freedom ring and not just in the songs we sing. What does it mean to be freed? I'll ask that cage bird that sings. That cage bird that rose like Harriet Tubman. That cage bird that composed phenomenal woman. That cage bird that rose and said, your guns mean nothing. Your government is fronting. Steadfast on our resources so Africa must be something. Sucking our life force as if you were a servant. And your hatred for me equates my black skin to a warrant. I know why the cage bird sings. She sings because the time has come. We are the second coming of the sun. The truth is revealed. We are the one. Peace. Thank y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I tend to think of poets as like prophets or prophetesses. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. You just gave me life um, just now. I thought it was dope. The name of the show, and I thought of that poem right away. So that was that right connection on right time. there was definitely. I'm glad you asked. So, what makes you cage free, and how long have you been practicing your art form? Uh, what makes me cage free? Uh, my unapologetic ways makes me cage free. I believe. Um, just the just the fighting spirit to say that I'm going to be me naturally always, regardless of the circumstance, regardless regardless of the place, person. I'm always going to represent me and stand on my square. Um, and just by doing that, uh, I I'm able to reflect a cage free um, spirit to other people who are longing to do the same. Um, as far as my art form, I would say, so music, it's been two months. Um, my first song was Vibration. Um, wow, two months. Wow. Po- yes. <laughs> Poetry all my life. Um, I've, I've just started performing and expressing it. I've been a writer all my life. So pretty much, I can't really give a- approximate times, but as far as performing poetry, it's about a, it's been about a year now. Um, music artist, two months. Um, poet, writer, apart from performing all my life. So that's um, so the idea of poets being prophets. I actually got the idea from um, Ashley Epiphany Hodges. She mentioned that, and so it's really coming yeah. to light and to surface. And I, I know we both. Um, share that mutual um friend she's, she's yes she's that like is, a, a sis to me but um i gotta shout her out yes yes yes, yes. um actually epiph is the one um i call her epiph <laughs> i'm so used to calling that um she's actually the one who has me performing again because she in her light inspired me to want to step on the stage and, and share my life so that queen right there means the most to me when it comes to being a spoken word artist right now. That's so dope. Awesome. So how can we find yeah. you on social media? Um, all of my social media is at Melanin Rain. So that's Facebook, Twitter, um, what's the other stuff? Snapchat. Um, Instagram. Am I missing anything? Yeah, Instagram. all the social media sites you should be able to find me at Melanin Rain. So that's M-E-L-A-N-I-N. R-E-I-G-N-S? Yes, yes. So um, what's, the, what's the name of your song? Could you introduce your song to us? 
my single, my one and only single at this moment name is Vibration. Vibration. And I hope you all love that, feel that. Um, it's a testimony from my heart personally made during the Speak Life tour. So I hope you all enjoy that and can get into that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Vibration. Melanin rains in the booth. Just wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Just wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Ah, ha, ha. Just wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Just wanna know if you can feel my vibration. Wanna know if you can feel my vibe. Allow me to speak life upon your situation. Lower your blood pressure to keep your heart from racing. Ease your mind from the adversity you're facing. I know life ain't fair, and today's your sun casing. It's funny how they put a dead body on trial. Kill your seed in cold blood, then expect you to smile. I know it's got you depressed and going but it's my duty as a queen to make sure my sister smile Cause life, stuck in this situation Poverty penetrating, the youth refusing the mental shackles Keep their mind from racing, they try to ABCD away our imagination Corrupt administrations, calling it education Corrupt administrations, calling it education Thanks so much, Melanin, for being with us um, Thank you And we would like to thank our, our sponsors here at Impact Hub and Matthew Ashton, who is our engineer. We'd also like to thank all of you for joining us for this amazing epi episode about self-image and identity with Melanin Reigns. Um, if you like what you heard, tell your friends to subscribe to the show on iTunes and feel free to get in touch with us at cagefreevoices.com. Remember to see yourself even if the world is blind. Reflect, connect, mm. and transcend every barrier that will try to cage your voice. Be cage-free.